Anglophone Production. Hello, everyone. This is、um, Gorilla Podcast with Fresh Eyes, and we have for our future subscriber and our audience right now. It's, I'm very excited right now that we have a very special guest today. So, hope you enjoyed the episode today. And this is Australian breed, <laughs> and、um, it's pure Australian. So, please welcome Mr. Muggsy. How are you? Yeah, good man. Thanks for having me on the show, and hopefully we can discuss some hip hop, some acting, and just all around five elements of hip hop knowledge, man. So thanks so much for getting back to me, man. Like most of the time, you know, I gotta wait a day or so for people to get back to me, but you're just like boom, boom, boom straight away, and I was like, man, this guy's dope. I gotta get on his show for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. So yeah. Well, during my Younger days with my titos and titas. One of my favorite hip hop song during my days is the Vanilla Ice. So one of the song I I love is the Ice Ice Baby. So when the Mugsy just sent me an email and、yeah. wanted to be on the show, it's, I, I'm very excited about this because this is the first time I'm gonna in- interview an artist, a hip hop artist who is been tour. You already have album and. I'm presuming based on my researcher. So he said that you already have an album. So first thing, so that our future subscriber and our subscriber right now who is watching here and also listening to other platforms. So this is going to be listened to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So Maxi,、mm. can you tell our audience about yourself? Yeah, so I mean, to tell a little bit about my story and like how I started doing hip hop music. Um, I'm 28. I started doing hip hop music, or even knowing about the culture of it, when I was 14. So roughly 14 years ago, man. Um,、uh, it was sort of the early thousands era, like artists like Eminem, Jay Z,、mm-hmm. you know, then or they used to call it the platinum era, man, where everyone was wearing the platinum chains and the baggy clothes and stuff, man. <laughs> and、um, I, I just remember being that that wild kid, man, you know, like hanging with the wrong crowds and you know, like just had a lot of mental health and depression and stuff. And I kind of just used hip hop as a therapeutic platform, man, to really like write, you know, rhythm and poetry, man. But、um, something about those guys that I, I used to listen to. They had that like that raw aggression through their music and power through their imagery, and I just wanted to follow in their footsteps, man. And hopefully, I could make a difference through just not only my circumstances in life, but you know, someone else that was probably going through like you know a mental awareness kind of thing.、Um, and from 14 till you know 28, man. Well, I'm 29 in January.、Um, so yeah, 14, 15 years, man.、Um, I've, Done a whole bunch of stuff, man. Like with interviews, albums,、um, you know,、uh, acting gigs. The the grind never stops, man. You know, I just need. I just get a whole bunch of coffee inside me, man, and I just grind. <laughs> yeah. So you know, sometimes, man, like I, it depends on the time. I'll get home sometimes three in the morning, and you know, then I got work the next day, and <laughs> you know, or you know, like if I don't have work the next day. Sleep, you know, sleep on the bench, and you know, to get to the gig the next day. And I've done the whole grind, man. But、um, yeah, I mean,、uh, I don't live in the heart of the CBD. It's too、mm-hmm. damn expensive for my liking, man. But、um, hopefully someday, man.、Oh. Yeah. So, when did you first、um, 
inspired to become like a musician, become a rapper. So is that? Well, when I was starting off, man, I mean, I was like, I didn't really know the techniques and mm -hmm. the cultural kind of element of where hip hop came from. I was sort of, I guess you can say, mimicking exactly how Eminem used to write. Um, yeah. Like if you listen to like his Slim Shady and Marshall Mathers LP, it's very... Um, uh, very twisted and very um, aggressive kind of wordplay. Like if you listen to his songs like Stan and Kim and, um, you know, like very violent kind of rhyming. But I used to write like that just to express my anger and stuff when I, when I was a young teen. But I remember um, back in the day with v VH1, MTV, BET, they used to play these hip hop programs that would take you back through time, like the 70s, the 80s, the mm -hmm. 90s. And I'd see these dudes, man, like... KRS One and um, LL Cool J and Public Enemy and stuff, and they'd be preaching about how hip hop was brought up on authenticity and uniqueness. Like you can have your, I guess, influences to structure your own career, but if you're really, you know, cloning them and mimicking, mimicking them and not following your own path, um, you're not going to be really respected in the house of hip hop, man. So, I mean, I thought, why don't I find a proper outlet and write about my own struggles with mental health and stuff and just use it as what the original base was is a message and that's what hip-hop's brought up on man and um i think the spark that really hit me was when i released my first ever demo i think it was like roughly two or three tracks and they're pretty crummy tracks man but i remember handing it out and doing the heart this is before social media man so handing it out like at local gigs or local stations and just that buzz like that little local celebrity kind of buzz of like, yeah, we know that dude, you know, he's doing hip hop music now. Yeah. Check him out, check him out. And it was just like, dude, I can't put this away now. This is too much. You know, what usually inspire you to mm. write some music? Yeah, man. I mean, it was just, I think one, it was really just to express whatever I was going through at the time, but also to give back. But, in saying that, I feel that what made me more of, um, like, one, I could have just written it for the sake of um, doing music, but I feel what made me more of a power, like, powerful MC and a more dedicated one was to, you know, just for the sake of writing, or I could really learn where it came from and just have my all due respect and, you know, all-time love for where this culture came from. And I feel that that kind of made me more of a prominent MC compared to just writing for, for the sake of it, man, is to have that homework and that knowledgeable background of the house of hip hop, man. Yeah. So what, what type of song you write? Is that inspirational? So is that because of your saying you have, during that time you have like a issue with the mental health? Is that? Yeah, well, it, it really started off with just me at first, man. Like what I was going through with like mental health and depression. But then when I became more yeah basically like that man um but the thing that's different with me man is i've like and i think this is the reason why i haven't released anything since 2013 well one i jumped into the acting field but um i'm sort of the artist which is like what like i'm not really an artist that you know just runs to any beat just to release product man um i really like to concept my music and um find the right beat find the right structure and and sounding on what i can promote out there because 
when I was starting off, man, just handing out demos and stuff, yeah, I would write to any beat and saturate, you know, like my product and my, you know, category. But when I got more older and knew how the concept of to develop a song, to write in a studio, the process of just waiting around to get it all set up, um, I was like, man, I want like better sounding album. Uh, like I want better quality music that will have longevity compared to just releasing like, you know, 20 albums just with, you know, saying nothing on them, man. Um, so that's why I haven't released anything for so long, man. But in saying that, hopefully something by the end of this year and 2020, man, like for sure, because it's like, I love the whole acting stuff, man. But the music side of things, man, like nothing can beat the adrenaline high of performing on the mic, man. You know? Yeah. So how many singles have you released? Albums-wise, man, I've released two and singles. Um, I think the uh, my first album, man, like I wouldn't even tell, I couldn't even tell you it's been so long. But my second one, probably like there's probably like five singles on it. So okay. understand me, can't stop us, rain, mm -hmm. my journey, and um, there's one other one. Mm. I can't remember the other one, but I think there's like four or five that are singles, man. Yeah. So on that singles, any favorite track and why? Mm. Any fair? Yeah, I think my favorite track, or even in general, which I've written, man, was my journey. Um, my journey when yeah. at the time I I written written that, um, my producer Pablo was like, "Yo, we need a track to end off this album, like being impactful, like a lot of you know maybe like rock and roll with it, you know, like a lot of like orchestra, like impact." And um, yeah, like we just came up with a concept of my journey, like start the first verse with how you started with hip hop, second, how you concepted your identity and your, you know, structure, and then third, how you escalated that. And um, I think to this day, even performing it wise, man, it's like one of my favorites, man. So I'm happy I finally released it, you know? So you're saying before that you're also doing some acting. How did you first yeah. dibble in acting? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, um, um, so from like 14 to whenever my third album dropped, 2013, however old I was there, I was doing music nonstop, like just gigs, interviews, promoting. And mm -hmm. it was becoming a bit stale, man. Like, you know, I was just in a kind of rat wheel of doing that. And I wanted to try and find more outlets and more avenues of the entertainment industry. So I remember my grandfather was like, yo, I found an ad in the paper. And there's okay. like, uh, there's like a, um, a talent agency looking for talent, you know, that is signing people to um, commercial work and stuff. And I was like, why don't you give him a call? And I gave him a call. And they're like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll hook you up to some gigs and stuff. And my first ever gig, man, was uh, Herbal Essence Shampoo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I was just uh, playing an extra in the, in the background, even though, you know, back then my head was like fully shaved. So I didn't even have any hair, man. Um, and uh, yeah, I just remember, man, like seeing how the camera works, seeing um, how actors work and, you know, like learning lines and stuff, even though I was an extra, but later on and it, it's addictive, man. I'll give it to the actors, man. Like, I mean, I love performing different characters in front of the screen and it, I've never had, um, like 
training in it or mm-hmm. studied it. So, I mean, I, I tip my hat off to some actors that can really get in depth with those, those roles, man, because I've had some difficult ones before, which were out of my element, my comfort zone, man. And I'm like, whoa, man, like this ain't me. Like this ain't my everyday life, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, like kudos to like whoever does it, man. So yeah, they're my two platforms, hip hop ass and actor, man. How do you, how do you find acting as with the music? Is that acting or you still got on the music? No, I love music more, man. Like performing my craft in front of crowds and, you know, letting them kind of like eat up the new sound. But what's more challenging to me, because I've done music for so long, man, that it's just simple to me. Like whatever crowds, um, you know, like big or small, I can easily perform for them. With acting-wise, because I'm still kind of fresh in the market, man, um, it's very difficult to try try and get out of like your everyday life and um adapt that character like sort of sort of you know where you'll get a script and then on the day of filming like all right play this role or you know you got to get into the frame of mindset of this character and you got to kind of switch off and, and like sort of be that person man um without looking you know silly in a sense you got to make it look uh, like real in a sense you know so um but then I got to take a step back, man, and say, well, how, like, oh, over the years I've worked and, and how much I've grinded, how badly do I want it? And that really doesn't put, like, any boundaries, man. Like, if I put the nervousness, like, the lack of confidence or the, no, I don't want to do it or that, that's telling me that this industry is too much for me. And I feel that, like, having a stable mind of, of saying, nothing's going to hold me back, man, that's what, I can do all these random characters and, you know, do anything on camera, man. What is your goals in the future? <laughs> That's like the hardest question, man. Uh, goals in the future. If I could see the future with the force, man, like a Jedi. Uh, <laughs> um, man, I mean, at the moment, I'm working on two projects. So my third album and Sydney Film School is working on uh sort of mini documentary about my career um they came up to the coast a few months back and we filmed like three or four days just interviewing me my family my friends and stuff and how i got into hip-hop and da 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 and um they're sort of editing it up and hopefully when that drops you know we can submit it to the film festivals and stuff so the future man is pretty much just those two projects and then keep promoting and just keep grinding man so you know continue the same road you know any upcoming performance either in acting or a music tour um not like we've acting uh, i mean with music wise man not at the moment because uh, i've been so focused on my third album i'm um, trying to concept that up with acting wise man uh, random things keep popping up but um yeah, I, I had a funny experience, not last night, the night before. I, I had to play um, sort of like a dead person and the makeup people put me in like white face paint with black eyes and black lips. And they didn't know I was from the Central Coast, man, which is like, you know, two or three hours away. They thought I was from Sydney. And I said after, you know, the shoot, I was like, you've got this stuff to get off my face, right? And they were like, crap, wait, you, you know, you're not from the co- you're not from Sydney. So now I'm from the coast and I literally had to go home with all the commuters <laughs> on the train, like the business suits and, and all that. And you just see this one guy in the garage just with a white 
pale white face with black eyes and black lipstick and stuff. And I was getting a whole ton of looks, man. You know, that was real awkward for me. Yeah, just in time for the Joker movie, I suppose. People listening right now and watching right now who is mm. want to be like a hip-hop artist, a rapper, what is your advice to them? Yeah, man, I feel like my advice is do hip-hop music, man, because you love it. Like, I mean, it's such an amazing thing because it's become so universal and so culturally. It's not just the music, man. Like, I mean, you know, when you think of sneakers, you think of hip-hop. When you think of, like, you know, basketball or something, you think of hip-hop, man. Um, it's such a lifestyle way of thinking now that that's the uniqueness of it. So, I mean, to whatever artist that comes into the game, I mean, just do it because you love it and also, like, passionately learn where, where it came from, man. Because, I mean, like, if you learn where it came from, like, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s till now, it, it gives you more of a um, an understanding and uh, more of a, a love towards it, man, than just doing it. So how people can engage to you yeah yeah absolutely man so my number one platform i use is on facebook so you know to fans viewers or whoever's listening if you want to check me out go to mugsy m-u-g-z-y um and that keeps you up to updates with you know interviews like this you know albums you know acting gigs who i get to meet along the way um so yeah just drop me an inbox i try and get back to as many people possible even though i get bombarded but I mean, yeah, man, like Mugsy on Facebook is my number one platform. So M-U-G-Z-Y, that's what keeps you up to update. All right. Thank you so much. So to our future subscriber and for our listener and also the audience who are watching this right now, I'll put a link below so that you can check the Facebook page of Mugsy. And let's see you again. So thank you so much, Mugsy, for your time to our guests for this oh, uh, fresh eyes oh, it's absolutely fantastic thank you so much 100 man thank you so much for having me on the show and hey like you have another supporter for your podcast man and dude if you're ever over in sydney hopefully we cross paths man and like have a beer or something man for sure for sure thank you so much awesome man all the best thank Please. you maxi so this is maxi one of our best australian hip-hop proper so what for the third album And also, we're going to put all the link below so that you can check Moxie in our podcast. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day and see you next time. So, please like and share and subscribe. Thank you. This is a Kangaroo Firm production.